Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hello and welcome to this episode. I am delighted today to be talking to you about being a disruptor, a true leader and having the difficult conversations. This one is a really important subject for me. Um, Often when I come on here, I'm giving tips and hints of things that I am extremely comfortable with. I'm giving tips and hints on things that I've done hundreds of times, things that I have 100% complete conviction in, and I know what I'm banging on about, basically. I know that the tips and advice I'm giving you are really, really helpful. I know that they will support you and I don't need to worry, um, you know, in, in any way, shape or form. Like it's just so natural. But disrupting, being a true leader and having difficult conversations is actually something that does not come naturally to me. This is a muscle that I have been um, exercising, that I've been training now for a number of years. And I do feel like it's starting to become easier. But as a natural born people pleaser, um, as somebody who has spent their entire life wanting to be liked, wanting people to... Uh, you know, effortlessly adore them and finding that that isn't always the case and just going through life kind of on the outskirts of really quality relationships and friendships, especially in my childhood. I, I have got some real scarily deep people pleasing tendencies and those people pleasing tendencies are the exact opposite of the qualities that you need to disrupt to be a true leader and to have really difficult conversations they they are so an example of this might be when you are dealing with somebody who is a friend and they've hurt your feelings and you are deeply emotionally hurt but you don't know how to say to that person that your feelings are hurt so you don't say anything and you hold on to it and you keep it to yourself because you want to avoid conflict somewhere in your childhood or in your life you've said a hard thing and somebody has made you feel ashamed for that it's happened to pretty much all of us it's a massive thing with people who have people pleasing tendencies and you learn to keep your mouth shut that your opinion isn't valued, that it's not acceptable for you, for you to use your voice with free will, that it is not socially acceptable or that it is not acceptable for you personally. Either one will, you know, have you kind of considering the way that you speak. And the reason why, if you've ever felt like that before, the reason why that might be a bit like, oh gosh, yeah, that's me. Like, I hate having the hard conversations. Another example, what if you're at a restaurant and the food comes and the food's not right and you've you've paid for prime steak and what's turned up is just not prime steak? 
are you the type of person who will put your hand up and say, excuse me, really sorry, but this isn't what I paid for. It's not the quality I expect. Please, can you take it back to chef and try again? Like, is that something that you would do? Like, is that a conversation you would feel confident having? Like, do you feel comfortable doing that? So many people will be sat listening, cringing at the idea of having to send food back. What if we up the ante? So that's that's a situation where the power balance is actually in your favour. Well, you may believe it's in your favour in terms of like, I'm the client, I'm the paying client, right? So I get to say, no, this prime steak isn't good. What if you have to have a hard conversation and you have to have it with somebody who is your senior at work, your manager, or somebody who you've hired to support you, like perhaps your coach? Like, how do you feel about that? Is that easy for you? Is that something that would make you feel uncomfortable? Now I'm going to switch it into the other arena. This this is the real tough one. What if you have to have a difficult conversation with somebody and they are the client? Hmm? Surely they're paying for your service, so what they say goes, right? Like, what do you do with that imbalance of power? Firstly... One of the things I've learned in being disruptive in the right way, in a positive way, being a true leader, and I mean that is in genuinely creating opportunities for other people to recognize my mentorship either directly or indirectly and use that to support themselves, their lives and their own perspectives and to have the harder conversations, the difficult conversations Often with grown adults, much sooner and without shame, the first thing you have to do is remove the idea of power. You do not get more power over me because you are a paying client. You're another human. There is an exchange, there is a transaction, but as part of that exchange and transaction, you're wanting my highest level good, my highest level honesty, my expertise, my skill, and my knowledge. So it would be an imbalance if I was to shy away from disrupting, leading, or having that difficult conversation with you by withholding those things in order to fawn and make you happy, giving you what you want, even if it's not what you need. That's tough. That's a situation. That's not just a, oh, sorry, this steak isn't very good. Please, can you try again? This is a situation where you're having to actually consider in that moment, is it acceptable for me to have this conversation and then be able to do my best as a leader, as a person who's been hired to do a good job, to be authentic to myself, my highest good, can I do this? And more important, a bigger and better question to ask is, who am I if I'm not? What happens if I don't? I watched an amazing interview a couple of weeks ago now where this psychologist was saying 90% of the troubles we have in our life could have been avoided if we'd have had a difficult conversation sooner. 
And the fact that we hold on to these conversations, we hold on to the idea of disrupting, we hold on to the idea of being a true thought leader for longer and longer and longer and longer because we don't want to upset people, because we don't want conflict, because we are worried, and so many of us are worried, that we don't deserve the basic level of respect that we all do, that we hold on to them, we don't say it, we don't say the thing. We keep it to ourselves. We bury it deep, deep, deep in our soul. And what it ends up doing is it ends up rotting. We have to carry the burden. But we'll also carry the blame. When we don't have those conversations, we're, we're not open and honest about those things. When we're trying to avoid conflict, you don't ever actually avoid it. You just misplace it and then it will pop up somewhere later at a, a different time <laughs> when you, you're not prepared for it because you've not handled it. You've not taken care of it. You've not given it the light that it deserved at the moment it deserved it. A friend of mine, a dear, dear friend of mine who is a, tr a true thought leader has been calling out some bad behaviour in the industry recently. And what I love about the way she does it is that she's openly honest about what's happening, but she never names anybody. It's never a personal thing. It's never a personal call out. And she's just so graceful in the way she does it. But she will open up and say, this is what I'm seeing. This is what's happening. I don't think it's cool because of this, this and this. I invite you to consider your perspective because of this, this and this. And I'm changing the way I do things because it works for me in this arena, in this direction. And I'm sharing that with you so that you have the permission to do that for yourself as well. I'm not going to let anybody else tell me what is legit for me. I'm going to make that decision myself. Thank you very much. And um, she sent me a message and she was like, I've just wrote this post, um, like, have a read. I was having a moment. I'm just letting it out. And I knew that she probably on some level thought that it had come out a bit ranty and she wanted me to have a read of it. And you know what? It was just beautiful. It was just really beautiful. It was incredibly uh, open and honest and this person is one of my favorite people like she's the sweetest kindest person inside there would never be any ill intent and that's kind of what you need to do when you disrupt when you are being a true leader and especially when you're having difficult conversations how somebody handles the conversation on the other side is not your responsibility if somebody comes to you with a difficult conversation and you are in that moment, you're in that, that situation, you have to decide how you're going to deal with it. If you can see somebody else's perspective, if you can see where they're coming from, if what they're saying to you is factual, this is so important. I'm, I've literally put just put my head in my hands <laughs> because of the level of importance of this. One of the things that I am really, really passionate about is establish, establishing facts and not letting people gaslight you on their opinion. Because fact and opinion, newsflash, are not the same thing. They're not, right? So we work in an industry, of course, which is beautifully covered by facts. There are metrics. There are mathematics. There is data. There is proof. There is evidence. Like, you can't... You, I'm just going to say it, you can't bullshit us, like we know what's going on. 
So if you're ever in a state where somebody comes to you and it's a hard conversation and you can see the fact and there is fact there and you may have to own up to it, you may have to sit there and go, well, yes, that Tuesday at 9.30am I did go to the cake shop and didn't get in the office till this time or whatever, right? If you know that that's really happening, you know, don't deny it, don't rebuke it, don't turn it into something it doesn't have to be, don't petify it. Like, don't turn it into a a personal attack. Like, just be an adult about it and allow for that open conversation. You will be able to reject pieces of it if you don't believe that it's true. But you also don't need to make it into something it isn't. If somebody is coming to you within the right energy, and you will know the people who are coming to you in the right energy. The only the only time that doesn't work is if you are unhealed. If you have some trauma and the, somebody else triggers an old trauma in you, that can be difficult for you to figure out that they're actually coming to you in a good way because it, they've accidentally stood on a personal emotional landmine. But it's not their job to know that they've done that. It's your job to know what your triggers are and to regulate your emotions accordingly. The point is... You, you have to have the right energy. You have to accept information that comes to you in the right energy. And I'm not talking about the fake, nice, um, you know, covert attempt at here. I'm, I'm really a care bear, but let me, you know, speak to you in a horrible way. Like, that's not what I mean. Those people are trying to be something that they're not. And you'll be able to spot that a mile away when you've been in somebody's energy long enough. But for somebody who's really genuine, somebody who you trust, for somebody who is coming to you and and wants your highest good and you know that they want your highest good, or somebody that you've hired to give you the answers, like it, it, it sounds really simple, but you have to trust them. You have to allow them to give you the answers. If you don't, then you're shooting yourself in the foot. And when you have to do that for somebody else, you're denying the opportunity to be a true leader. Absolutely. Like if you if you're going to somebody and saying, I'm going to manage this project or I'm going to manage this task or I'm going to manage this group of people and then you don't manage at all, you're not a leader, you're not a manager. You can have a, a, a funny role title like you can take the role and tell everybody that's what you are but if you're not actually stepping up to the plate that's not actually what you are it's inauthentic you can't be a a true leader and have difficult conversations without disrupting you cannot sometimes you have to go in and break a thing before you rebuild it and you have to tell somebody that doesn't want to hear it that what they're trying to do is never going to work. But you still have to do it. You can't shy away from that. Shying away from that is like removing your own empowerment. It's removing your own opportunity to really, truly become the leader that you could be. One of the things I feel really passionate about is that we need disruptors, we need leaders, we need people who say the things that nobody is supposed to say. I don't agree with devil's advocate. Devil's advocate is has been used horrendously just to make trouble where no trouble needs to be made. I don't think that you have to pick apart every single thing that people put out into the world. For an example... Recently, there was a fantastic um, music video with Taylor Swift 
and she stood on some scales and the scales said fat and because she's not fat there was a lot of people that said she was body shaming and she was doing this she's doing that and she removed it from her music video and that's really upsetting because what she was talking about was her own body dysmorphia it was very personal for her she was talking about how she actually had starved herself in the past because she had this this weird relationship with her body this weird relationship with food it, it meant nothing about anybody else it was never meant to reflect anything outside of her so i don't agree with picking things like that apart i like i really do feel sometimes we don't engage our intelligent brains before we go ahead and try to find fault with people but again that comes back to your own space right your own kind of healed space are you healed or are you looking for that stuff and people who aren't healed are looking for that stuff because they've been conditioned to in order to keep themselves safe and that's where being a disruptor and being a leader, a true leader, and having the difficult conversations, we've gone full circle. It comes back to that scared element of conflict because you're worried that you will step on an emotional landmine of somebody else and that it will blow up in your face, even though you believe that the thing needs to be said or the thing needs to be discussed. I would love for you to try and invoke more and more and more opportunities to just say the things you want to say disrupt the industry be a true thought leader don't be scared have the difficult conversations have them with love have them with empathy have them with deep compassion for both yourself in the moment of having to deliver them which is so hard and the person having to receive it who is probably also in the same state of you know uncomfort don't ever do anything maliciously of course but like don't shy away from it. In order for us to have strong people that hold the structure of our business society in a way that does good and not evil, we need more people to stand up and say, I will be the leader of this. I will take on the responsibility, as difficult as it is, to make sure that those important conversations are happening for the good of all. You might not think that you have leadership in you, but so many of you do. So many of you do, and you've just not unlocked that part of yourself. And I would love, love, love to help you unlock it. Um, so do let me know how you felt about this episode. Um, come and have a difficult conversation with me if I need to hear it, man. Like, my, <laughs> my DMs are, are open. I'm sending massive love to you, and I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I'll speak to you again soon. If you're loving our Pretty podcast, come on over to Social Pretties, our online safe house and sisterhood community. It's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm, welcoming fold of pretty amazing women. You'll find an easy redirect in the description, and I can't wait to see you in there. As depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out. 